0: Ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the south, it's another exciting edition of the Binge Buster Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of the Binge Buster Show. I am joined now by my co-host. I'm talking about none other than Red Hot Tim Blaze. Tim, how are you this evening?
1: Oh, Tony, I couldn't be better unless I was twins. You know me. Uh, it's been a great day here, uh, especially uh, for the wrestling community in general. And uh, I tell you, I've just been chilling out and uh, catching some 1985 today. Tony.
0: I'm telling you, you, know, last week we, we had a lot of uh, people uh, comment about how they liked how we were taking it back. Um, and we're going to do it again this week. Uh, this week, I, I, Tim, I, I think that 1985 was a huge A huge year for pro wrestling. Uh, That was the year that we had the first WrestleMania. But, of course, Jim Crockett Promotions had already had a couple of years of huge events. Uh, I'm talking about Starcade 83 and 84. But I think 85, uh, to my opinion, was like one of the greatest Starcades of of all time. 12 big matches. Um, Every match was a bloodbath, and every match meant something Um, but, uh, and later on in the show, fans, Tim and I are going to talk about what our favorite match or what what we think was the best match of the year in 1985. But, but before we get to that, uh, I want to talk about the, the big shows coming up this weekend, talking about the AML five-year anniversary.
1: Five years, Tony. Can you believe it? I'm telling you. Five years AML wrestling has been on the map. And uh, this this fifth anniversary show is going to be off the chain.
0: I mean, a lot of huge matches. I think a lot of um, a lot of wars are going to be settled this Saturday uh, at the big AML show. And right now, fans, we're going to take a little break and uh, and and run a little AML commercial. And we come back. Tim is going to give us a rundown of the matches that you can look forward to seeing this Saturday at the AML five year anniversary. Family friendly pro wrestling returns to Winston Salem, North Carolina when AML Wrestling presents its fifth anniversary celebration. Featuring your favorite stars from AML Wrestling, Saturday, January 25th at the Winston Salem Fairgrounds in the Home and Garden Building. Oh my God, Timmy Lou going up top! Oh! oh! General admission, only $5. Doors open at 6. First match, seven p.m. Buy your tickets now for AML's fifth anniversary celebration at amlwrestling.com.
1: Oh wow, man, it's gonna be off the chain, Tony.
0: I'm telling you, Tim, a lot of huge matches coming out of the AML five-year anniversary. And Tim, let's you know, as we're talking about going back in time, take us back, Tim. What was the very first main event? At an AML show,
1: oh, the very first main event was a blockbuster. It it, it 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 all came about from the Battle Royal at WrestleCade, but then it became bigger than that. Uh, it was the uh, Triple Threat match between Matt Hardy, uh, X-Pac, and Big Zane Dawson. Triple Threat.
0: Man, I, I'm sure that, that 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 right there was uh, like a WrestleMania moment, would you say, Tim?
1: Oh, the room popped several times during the match. Uh, it was a great from the entrances to the finishes to, uh, to X-Pac and, and, and Hardy uh, celebrating together in the ring when it was over. I mean, it was just a tremendous match all the way around. It was uh, our very first uh, AML television show uh, well, was uh, the Triple Threat. So that was great. Uh, we really started it off with a bang. And again, five years later, we're right here and uh, ready to do the six man warfare cage match, uh,
0: right there. And it's gonna be like
1: a war game style match, Tony. So it come down to three against one.
0: Yeah, you know, Tim, I and was I, 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 I saw that I earlier today and I was I was I was surprised and it 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 made me think about this. What happens if it's uh, George South and his guys in there would just CW Anderson
1: then CW Anderson screwed Tony
0: yeah well I mean I think he is anyway going you know right out the gate as you, no no pun in hint no no pun intended but uh man George South I, I talked to him the other day and 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 he told me that you know he he's never been so more fired up in his in his life as he is right now that uh he's going to take that AML championship to, to to newer height bigger than anybody that's ever had it and I'm telling you, George George has got so many years' experience. Everybody's talking about how great a trainer George is. But I'm telling you, when you get in the ring with George and he, and he knows his back's against the wall, um, you better watch out.
1: Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot of tricks up his sleeve that you know, people don't know about. Not to underestimate C.W. Anderson whatsoever. He's an ECW original. He's been around the block. He knows what's going on. Right, but uh, again, George South uh, may have that extra ace up the sleeve that nobody knows about. So,
0: well, I, I know how much the AML World Title means to George, and he's going to do everything in his power to make sure he holds on to that title. So, um, you know, I, I I I this this Saturday, fans, um, it's definitely going to be a bloodbath.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a bloodbath for sure. But uh, again fans get your tickets now. I mean, like again, five bucks, just walk up to the door at this point. Yeah. Uh, don't even worry about it. Just walk up to the door, get your $5 ticket, come on in, enjoy a night of professional wrestling. And it will be just like it was, you know, back in 1985 fans. I assure you of that
0: I'm telling you And in, in talking about 1985, man, George South was all over the place in 1985. So, uh, during that time he was, he was learning his craft and, uh, and and I'm telling you, uh, everything that he's learned from 1985 until now, I'm sure he's going to pour out uh, this Saturday night in the in the cage match.
1: Well, absolutely, absolutely, it's going to happen.
0: It's going to be good. Now, fans, uh, we'll uh, we we'll, we're, we're going to take another break. Uh, we we have another uh, another big huge wrestling event coming up this weekend. Uh, we got AML on Saturday and on Sunday at the Burt County Fairgrounds in Morganton, North Carolina. It's the NAWA television tapings. Um, you come out, and uh, and again, only $5. And um, you come out and see all the stars of the NAWA. And also, you'll see yourself on television because they're going to, like I said, be doing TV tapings. And uh, right here is our commercial now to tell you more about it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the NAWA TV taping, Sunday, January 26th, Bell Time 2 p.m. at the Burke County Fairgrounds. All seats just $5. Come see all the stars of the NAWA, including NAWA Heavyweight Champion King Craig Classic, the NAWA Tag Team Champions, Money and Power, the NAWA Television Champion, Chris Thunder Anderson. Also scheduled to appear, the NAWA Six Man Tag Team Champions, the Burke County Boys. Also, see in action Adam James, Thomas Extreme, The Golden Gladiators, Johnny Ryda, Dre White, Max Carnage, Stuart Snodgrass, The Gelbird, Perfect Storm, and much, much more. That Sunday, January 26th, bell time 2 p.m. at the Burke County Fairgrounds at 145 Boss Road in Morganton, North Carolina. Seats, all seats, only $5. Come out and see the stars of the NAWA at the NAWA TV taping Sunday, January 26th, Bell Time 2 p.m. at the Burke County Fairgrounds. Be there.
1: Oh, Tony, 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 guess what?
0: What's that, Tim?
1: I got a spoiler for you.
0: Oh, great. Benchbuster listeners love spoilers.
1: I saw the Golden Gladiators without their masks. No way. Yes, yes, and I know one of them.
0: Oh, that is awesome.
1: Yes, man, it's going to be a good time in AWA. I'm going to come check that out the next day.
0: I am telling you, Tim Saturday it's,
1: it's going to be a tight schedule for me, but uh, I believe I'll be able to do it and, and I'll cap it all off with the uh with a night over there at the uh, Paper Moon there and, and invite all my friends with a free pass.
0: Here. Oh, that's going to be great too, Tim. And and Tim uh and I've got a spoiler for the uh for the for the binge-buster listeners. You know, it's been a while. Uh, since I have challenged for a championship, and uh, there at the NAWA TV taping, um, the the NAWA Television Champion Chris Thunder Anderson um, has throughout the challenge, uh, his TV title and a thousand dollars. Uh, and man, Tim, I just thinking, you know, I could, I can take I can use that money and I can use that title. So um, I'm going to throw my name in the hat, and hopefully the promoters there at NAWA will listen. Um, You know, it's like I said, it's been a while since I've had a championship there at the NAWA, and I think it's my time. So, um, so Thunder Anderson, there's there's my challenge to you. Shine that build up so I can bring it back to the Bench Buster Show.
1: Yeah, let me tell you something, Thunder Anderson. You think you can get past terrific Tony? Let me tell you something. Terrific, Tony's been in the business for a long, long time, brother. And if you think for one minute he can't take that, that that title from you, then you've got another thing coming. Terrific, Tony's coming for you, the Burke County Fairgrounds, and he's ready to whoop ass. You better get ready. Tony, good luck.
0: Hey, thank you, Tim. <laughs> but but seriously, all, all serious fans, uh, every championship um, in the NAWA is going to be defended uh, there at the Burke County Fairgrounds, it's going to be great. Um, I, I, like like Tim said here, he already knows who one of the Golden gladi- Gladiators are, and uh, you know the Golden Gladiators were former NAWA Tag Team Champions, and uh, Golden Gladiator Number Two, and uh, the Cartel there had decided uh, that 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 they could use the money uh, that that this uh, the money and power were were offering to purchase the tag team title. so uh they done that but uh don't don't count the golden gladiators out just yet fans i'm sure they 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 got something up their sleeve um,
1: not at all the golden gladiators now that i know who they are you, everybody better look out i'm telling you what it's going to be they're coming to town and they're coming to town and they mean business
0: it is they're going to take
1: anything they want and they're going to ask questions later tony and that's, that's exactly what's going to happen with the golden gladiators
0: it's going to be awesome tim so 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 wrestling fans uh, they're right there in in the uh, in two, two different territories of North Carolina all weekend long. You got two chances to see two really great wrestling companies, AML and NAWA. Um, and you can see both of them for only $5. So, Tim, think about this. For 10 bucks and a little bit of gas, man, you can see two shows in one weekend.
1: That's right. And before you leave, you can actually get some food for $5 or you could possibly get an autograph or a picture for
0: $5. It's so great. And, uh, and binge buster listeners, I got another spoiler for you mm-hmm. in, in the very near future. The binge buster show is going to be on TV. So, keep oh wow. The, yeah, it's, it's getting, uh, I've, I've already been in talks with TV producers, Tim, and they, they, they love our show and, uh, they're wanting to put it on television. So, uh, fans just keep checking out our facebook page for that for more details but i'm telling you tim uh things are things are taking off for the binge buster show things are taking off for wrestling uh but now tim you know what it's time for
1: well
0: it's time it is time for us to take it back to 1985 we're about to take it back 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 It is going wow. to be awesome, Tim. Nineteen eighty-five was Who's a it, it was a great year uh, for everything—music, sports, pro wrestling. I mean, looking back at my childhood, uh, nineteen eighty-five was definitely my favorite year of the eighties.
1: I turned sixteen,
0: Tony. Well, Tim, I wasn't I wasn't too far behind you. I was a few years. I think in eighty-five I was mm, eleven years old. So you know. Uh, as an 11 year old kid, uh, I I done some research. So in 1985, Tim, think about this: the greatest basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan. 1985 was his rookie year.
1: Rookie year. Wow.
0: <laughs> that's uh, uh that's taking it back right there. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, top, the uh, top two most selling toys of 1985 was the transformers and the cabbage patch kids.
1: I can see that,
0: but the, I can see that. But one of the biggest stories, uh, of 1985, it was, it, and the reason why I say it's a big story. Now this, this doesn't pertain to wrestling, but, but, but this right here, fans gives you the idea. If something isn't broken, don't try to fix it. But in 1985, Coke introduced the new Coke but Tim 6 months later they went back to the original formula. Now, I want to ask you, I want to ask you this Tim and this this is something that I was thinking about. You know, going back and and knowing how pro wrestling works, entertainment business works. Do you really think that Coke had the intentions of changing their formula to a new Coke or do you think that was a gimmick to get people to want to buy more Coke because their sales were going down. So they had to find something to get people's attention.
1: Well, I think that they was going to change the formula to make money and it didn't work. So they crossed it off as a promotional blitz, mm-hmm. like a promotional stunt. And, um, I believe if they, they would have maybe thought about it for a minute and not changed it at all. And then called it new Coke. They would have got more, um, more sales out of it. Yeah. Um, not at the
0: scooter formula. I agree. You know, uh changing the year a little bit, but that, that reminds me, uh you know, what my favorite band, Motley Crue, whenever in um, nineteen ninety-one, when they when they fired Vince Neal and brought in John Karabi and they put out their album and called it Motley Crue, uh the album sucked or the album the album sales sucked. And I think that the songs were good, but I think if they had not call themselves Motley Crue, and called themselves something else. I do believe that um, that uh, that that they would have been more successful.
1: Yeah, I agree with that because uh, again, you're messing with the formula.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it's just like uh, you know sometimes same
1: thing you're talking about. Same thing.
0: Yeah, sometimes sometimes you can change stuff and it and it's 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 for the better, uh, but for the most part, you know, when the original was always the best.
1: Exactly.
0: Now, uh, some some top uh, some top bands or top music in 1985. Duran Duran. They were like the, the like one of the number one bands on there. Um, Bruce Springsteen, and the number one song in 1985 was uh, "We Are the World."
1: Yep, I remember him well.
0: Hungry like the wolf, baby. Uh, oh, I'm telling you, that was a great song. And and Tim, I remember in '85 when when I was in school uh you were cool whenever you were wearing those black and uh red and white Michael Jordan shoes uh with some parachute pants and some muscle shirt <laughs> i mean that 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 was a days man
1: yeah i would say uh back then it's when my Zubas were very popular
0: versus now when i go to walmart oh yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm telling you uh it, it's are taking pictures of me and put me on a website hey the man of walmart and zubas uh but man zupas are awesome pants i love my I, I have mine i wear mine too I, I, matter of fact i wore mine to t- t- to the last uh, nawa show and i had some guy come to me and go he asked me he says what the hell are you wearing i'm like what are you wearing and he's like i'm wearing a wrestling gear He's support what, what are those i'm like how old are you, kid? The original
1: wrestling gear. <laughs> he
0: he was young, man. He didn't know what Zubas were. He he didn't really realize how cool those things but were. But he loved them, didn't he? Oh, he did. He said he said he said they were cool. He's like, but where'd you get them at? I said, Red Animal. He said, Okay, <laughs> n- enough said. <laughs> so but speaking of wrestling, Tim, nineteen eighty five was a was a great year for pro wrestling. Uh that was the first year that we saw the very first WrestleMania. It took place on March 31st, 1985 in Madison Square Garden. Um, It drew 19,121 fans to the Madison Square Garden. But, Tim, over 1 million viewers watched it on closed-circuit TV.
1: That's phenomenal. I mean, for something that's a baby, you know it's going to turn into something big, and it did. It turned into something phenomenal, huge. I mean...
0: So, yeah. I mean now I mean, that, that just told you. Yeah, it's like nowadays uh, pro wrestlers now work to uh work they work all year to make it to WrestleMania, you know, to, to get their WrestleMania moment. Where back in nineteen eighty five, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T had their WrestleMania moment when they defeated Rowdy Roddy Piper and uh Cowboy Bob Orton.
1: The rock and wrestling connection, baby.
0: I'm telling you, and and Tim, you, you go back and look at some of those matches at WrestleMania. Um, you know they they wasn't like those kind of matches that that like like they have now, where it's just like over the top. They they were just your basic, uh, you know, uh, good guy bad guy type match. Um, but 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 they were solid matches. Every match on there, I, I enjoyed every one.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, that was uh that was one of the um. Years that you can definitely remember the matches still. I mean, if you think back and just think back, you can remember the matches. Um, WrestleMania was huge, and uh, and the wrestlers didn't quite. They knew something was huge happening, but they didn't know where it was going yet. And that's the thing about 1985. When you watch it from a fan's perspective, you're like, "This is like Christmas. What's going on with this? How, how are we getting these kind of matches?"
0: I mean, look, look
1: at it. was It was always hidden with, with the enhancement talent before.
0: Right. And, and, and the cool thing with WrestleMania was, um, it, it was a spectacle. I mean, it was like worldwide. It was, you know, they had tons of coverage on MTV. Um, they had stars, you know, out the wazoo. They had Liberace was there. Uh, Cindy Lauper was there. I mean, it was, you know, it was the who's who at that time in 1985. I mean, Cindy Lauper was, was huge. She was a huge star on MTV. Um, and then after that, I think, um, after WrestleMania one, uh, they started branching out and having the Saturday night's main event. So, uh, WWE become, the cartoon. yeah, cartoon. They, they had the cartoon, the act, the, 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 the very first, um, LJ as a LJN, uh, wrestling, uh, action figures came out, you know, some people call them dolls. I had them, so I, I didn't play with dolls. So I call them action figures, but, um, but, yeah. but, but they were, they were really cool. And, um, and wrestling was just, you know, it. it 1985, we, we like like we talked last week. 1984, wrestling was starting to hit to have a little boom, but I think in '85 it busted wide open.
1: Oh, it absolutely did. Uh, you know, when you look back, 1985, that's that's when we got Sting, Tony. Yeah. Nobody knew what Sting was going to do, but everybody knew there was something special about Sting. Those those wrestlers only come around once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Sting debuted November twenty eighth, nineteen eighty five.
0: Mm-hmm. As a matter of so, fact, he, uh, at that time he was in the tag team with another uh, future major star, the Ultimate Warrior. Yes.
1: And, and and you know they were green, but nobody knew what they were going to be, nope, and they turned no out clue. to be something, you yeah. know,
0: too crazy. Yeah, two, two of the biggest two of the biggest stars in our industry. Sting and the Ultimate Warrior, and uh, you know it's crazy how you know all this started in eighty five, and and again, you know, I talked earlier, um, you know, WrestleMania uh, one was in nineteen eighty five, but but that was in March. Well, later on in the year, Thanksgiving night in Greensboro Coliseum and Atlanta's Omni, uh, the Omni in Atlanta, Jim Crockett Promotions, Starcade eighty five, the Gathering. Um, was there and between Greensboro and Atlanta it drew 30,000 people. Um, you know 30,000 uh, 30, people bought uh, bought a ticket to see Star 85. And uh, all those matches were solid, but Tim, two matches from that from Starcade 85 stand out in my mind. Uh, one is the um, world the Roll Express. Uh, winning the world tag team titles for the second time against um, Ivan and Nikita Koloff. But the I quit match between Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard, I, I, to this day, I still say that's probably the best match at, at any StarCade.
1: Oh, yeah. That's something that you can remember. Uh, and that's something that, you know, Baby Doll, man, every time I talk to her, I'll, we'll talk about that. And it's just a memory that. Just the first time you saw somebody sticking a stick into somebody's head. Right. Yeah. In a pro wrestling match. It was just unbelievable.
0: Well, you know, I was on a show one night with Magnum and we were talking and, and he told me, he said, uh, he said, Tony, he said, you know, when, when we decided to do this match, he said, me and Tully told each other, we're not going to hold nothing back. We're not going to hold nothing back. We're, we're, we're going to steal the show. Um, and I feel like that Magnum and, and, uh, Tully stole the show for every year. Cause, that that i quit match has stood the has stood the test of time, and you know every time I watch it, I still pick up new new stuff that I didn't notice. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it's just one of those. It's it's a shock value is what that match had, and it's something that would be etched in your brain. You know.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and you know Tim, uh, you, uh, I've I've often heard this, this this saying. You know what 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 was once old is now new again, and now here we are in the year twenty twenty, and you go back and look in nineteen eighty five. Some of the things that were popular then are popular now. In nineteen eighty five, the Rock and Roll Express were the NWA World Tag Team Champions, and in twenty twenty. The Rockland Express are still the NA, NWA World <laughs> Tag Team Champions.
1: That's something else. I love that. That's just so great. I'm telling you, know, you man. I'll I t- I tell you something else, Tony. I'll tell you something else, Tony, about 1995. It's that's it's, it's something that was popular then and it's popular now. What's that? Drew Galloway, Cody uh, Cody Rhodes, and Dean Ambrose
0: very that's true
1: yeah they were all born in 1985
0: <laughs> i'm telling you so <laughs> they
1: were popular then and they're popular now i'm
0: that's telling so you great I, that's why that's why i i, I couldn't wait to, to do the podcast on 1985 because i mean there's just so much um go back and and great movies from 85 like teen wolf and 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 i say i say i say some of these names and half the kids are listening and are going what What is teen wolf but but man, Michael J. Fox was a huge star in in 1985, and he had that he had that sitcom, uh, Family Ties, and that, that was pretty popular. But uh, the the Teen Wolf movie you, you, you could, could watch it now; it's kind of cheesy. But man, in 1985, that was a great movie. Oh
1: yeah, that's, that's one of the best movies of
0: all time, Tony. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. But 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 getting back to to the wrestling, uh, the Starcades, and also. And eighty five is is when Jim Crockett Promotions purchased um the uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling TV spot from Vince McMahon, and, and and at that time is when World Championship Wrestling really took off, and and helped NWA just just you know go worldwide.
1: To the moon, it went to the moon with it, and that was just that was one of my favorite times of six oh five. I love that slot.
0: Oh, me too, Tim. You know, I, I can remember in the summer of 85, I, I played Little League baseball. And anytime my coach would say, Yeah, I practice a Saturday at five, and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to miss wrestling. And then my family got our first VCR, and I was like, Oh, I can tape it. So my dad would tape my, my wrestling shows for me at 605 when I had baseball practice or a baseball game. So I never missed World Championship Wrestling. Um, and, uh, man, that was just some of the greatest times. And, and it, it just, it blows my mind now to how, how life is and how life was and how like little things like a VCR was then. Now we got the DVR or we got YouTube or we got, you know, you, you, you don't really have to record nothing. You can go back and watch it. Um, uh, thanks to the network. But, but I'm telling you, it's just amazing how, you know, how, how, how life, how life can be sometimes.
1: You know one of my favorite tag teams of 1985 was? Who's that, Tim? And it's just an off-the-wall tag team, Tony, but I always liked Barry Windham and Mike Rotunda, the U.S. Express.
0: So did I. So did I. And and I'll I'll tell you a funny, which I, I know you probably know this, Tim, but Hulk Hogan's theme song that was yep. popular, Real American, was not made for Hulk Hogan. It was made for Barry Loves. Windham and Mike Rotundo.
1: Yeah, it was made for them, and and they're just well, it's just like Barry's, like whatever, you know.
0: Yeah, well, but, you know, after after they lost the, the the tag titles to Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, I believe they went back to Florida. Correct.
1: Yeah, that's right. Florida Championship Wrestling. Eventually, Barry ended back up in uh, Crockett. But uh, yep. yeah, oh, that Barry Wyndham, another spoiler. Barry Wyndham is signed with AML. I,
0: I was about to ask you about that. I saw I saw that on Facebook today. Uh, And I was so excited because, you know, when when, I was at WrestleKate I I got to talk to Barry briefly there. Uh, You you, you and him were sitting together, and I walked up, and he and I were talking about my boots. But, man, Barry's a great guy, and and fans, think about that. $5, and you get to see a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, the Widowmaker, Barry Windham.
1: Well, now, he's not going to be at the fifth anniversary show.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I read it wrong. You're right. He's not. I apologize, fans.
1: He's coming up. We, we 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 oh announced him a little early, but uh, it's just sort of a fan awareness. Uh, but um, yeah, he's coming up. He's coming up in AML wrestling, and uh, fans, you can't miss it. Barry. Windham. I'm
0: telling you, Barry Wyndham is a great guy. Uh, some of you fans that, that that don't know your history about Barry Wyndham, I suggest you go um, and watch some matches because I've never seen a bad match with Barry Wyndham.
1: No, and in 1985, man, he was he was head on it. With, the, with that uh, U.S. Express, Mike Rotunda, and Barry Windham, I loved
0: it. Yeah, that that, that was a, they were a great tag team, and uh, and Tim, I, I'll tell you, one, some of my favorite Barry Windham stuff was when he come back to uh, Crockett Promotions after Magnum T.A. had his um, car accident. So so they brought Barry in to kind of try to fill that void of Magnum, and uh, and I thought he did a really good job. Uh, you know, he was out there feuding with guys like Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson. But, uh, but but his best matches was with Ric Flair.
1: Oh, absolutely, man! That, and
0: they tore the house you know,
1: down. This is just a true story. I ran my uh, phone bill up to like eight hundred dollars on the hotline, listening to the match live in Baltimore. Yeah. Barry women and Ric Flair.
0: Yeah, I remember those. I remember that one 9900. See, I still remember the number. But, uh, yeah,
1: and it's okay. yeah, yeah. I didn't ask my parents' permission either. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, I didn't do that. Tim, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story about the about that number. Uh, as a kid, I'd hear it. You know, it's ninety nine cent for the first minute, and then whatever. So I thought if I just called the number, listened to a couple seconds, and hang up, it wouldn't charge us for the for the first minute. And yeah, it well, yeah, one yeah, until I, my parents got like a three hundred dollar phone bill, and then my dad took me out to the woodshed, and we had a little. Come to juice meeting, and and I couldn't sit down for a few days. But, uh, but man, I tell you, great times the eighties. You know, the, the 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 kids today that that didn't get to experience the eighties, not just wrestling, but everything in general, uh, pop culture and television shows. And I mean, nineteen eighty five was just a really good year. And Ronald Reagan was our president. You know, they always talk about the Reagan eighties, and man, life was just so so much so it was so great back then.
1: Yeah, it sure was. And, you know, like I said earlier, that's when I got my driver's license, so it was really good for the Blaze Man Jr. there. Um, it's uh, just, uh, just enjoying life, man, getting into radio, DJing. That's when it was all starting back there in
0: 1985. Oh, man, I tell you, 85 was great. Speaking of 85, Tim, I, 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 when, when I was doing my research on, uh, on 1985, I came across this video, and it really blew my mind. Um, I can't remember the whole story, but uh, but someone had bought a 1985 IROC Z Camaro black, um, and somehow or another this Camaro didn't get delivered. It got left on the back of a semi truck, so it's so it's been um, it was been in the semi truck for all these years, and like uh, a couple years ago, I think is when this happened, but two years ago. Someone found the trailer, opened it up, and lo and behold, there was a brand new nineteen eighty-five Camaro. has nine and a half miles on it, and wow. now and now the guy that owns it is like a a, a Camaro collector up in um, Tennessee, and he's in uh, the video I saw. He said that um, that that when he got the car there, it had nine point five miles on it, and if he moves the car, he puts dollies under it and rolls it the because he says as long as he has that car it's not going to hit 10 miles. Tim that, that car was like brand new. He he said when he opened the door it still smelled brand new on the inside. No rust, no nothing. The car was immaculate.
1: That is amazing.
0: Like I would love to be been the one to find that 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 trailer.
1: Yeah, to, that'd be a good day because it'd have way more than 10 miles on it. I was about to say,
0: it would not have 10 miles on it. It would probably have 10,000 miles on it because I'd be driving. I mean, Tim, it was loaded out. with black, T-tops, leather. I mean, it was just a beautiful car. Wow. I thought that was a really cool story. <laughs> so, so now, Tim, getting back to 1985, what was your favorite wrestling match of 1985? My
1: favorite wrestling match of 1985... Well, I tell you, thinking it's a big year. It was big year.
0: How, okay, wrestling. let me think. How about let's let's make it a little easier. How about your top three matches of nineteen eighty five?
1: Top three matches. All right, I'd say definitely Hogan and Piper. Yes, just because that was just a great feud. It led from MTV over into the pay-per-view error. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'd say... Let's see here. It had to be a cross. I, I'd say, the, if I just had a favorite, it, my favorite matches would be the Bunkhouse Stampede that year.
0: Oh, yeah, those were okay? fun.
1: All right. And then I'd have to, I'd have to go with, with Flair and, uh, Dusty in Stark at 85.
0: That was, that was great too. Well, mine, uh, would, would be, um, the very, cause 1985 was the very first Great American Bash in Charlotte. Yep. Uh, it was. Main event, Rick Flair versus Nikita Koloff with David Crockett as a special guest referee. Um, that was, that was good. Um, anything with magnum ta because in 1985 magnum was gold magnum was he was beating guys in five seconds um which which at that time was unheard of um right and i I was like what george south said what would george south would always say hey he can beat me in five seconds all he wants because it pays the same (laughs) you know what i mean exactly so you know and uh but that's great but um so that, but but like I said earlier, I think uh, my favorite match in 1985 would definitely be the uh, the I Quit match, Magnum T A and Tully Blanchard, and then uh, of course the Rockwell Express against the Russians. That was some. That was good. But also at the end of uh, you know like like right after right after Star Kid 85 uh, was about the time um, that Rockwell Express and the Midnight Express started started their feud in Jim Crockett Promotions. Mm-hmm. And that really it took did. off. Oh, absolutely.
1: And that was one of the best times in wrestling, too. I mean, when they got to going, and, and again, rock and roll today, you know, I love watching them every Tuesday at 6.05. But back then, man, it was just gold. When they walk out, they were rock stars, Tony.
0: Oh, I, I remember, Tim, I, 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 on one of my earlier podcasts, I was talking about how uh, one of the things that got me to want to be a pro wrestler um, and it was uh, one, one year my dad had, take, had taken me to the Greensboro Coliseum. And uh, it was a Rockwell Express against the Midnight Express. And uh, b- back back, back, there, back during this time, you know, the Greensboro Coliseum would pack out. And, the, like, the, the night before, I believe, this show, uh, Kiss, I believe, had played in Charlotte, and the stage was was still up there at the Coliseum. And so mm-hmm. Rick, and, Rick and Robert had to walk around the stage to you know go to the ring well at that time there was no owls they you know you come through the people and i remember seeing rick and robert walk out and then i didn't see them anymore and i'm like well, where'd they go and all of a sudden i'd see them coming up out of the people and girls were just ripping their clothes ripping their shirts off and pulling their hair and i was like i looked at my dad. I said, i'm gonna do that one day <laughs> that's what i want to do when i grow up but um but i'm telling you man you know people watch wrestling now and you, and you see those guys on TV and you're like, Oh yeah, they're popular. No, you need to be at the Greensboro Coliseum in 1985, 1986. And that is when you can say somebody was over. Cause the Rockwell Express, man, they were so over. And uh, a couple of years ago, the WWE came to uh, Greensboro and they uh, done a, a starcade uh, gimmick show. And uh, before the show started, you know, the little girl was going around and, and interviewing people about their memories of the Greensboro Coliseum and Tim, they they come to me and and um, and she asked me and I said and I told the people I said we're my you know we're in Flair Country but you guys have no idea when the Rockland Express came through that curtain this the roof came off this building and it was true Tim I mean I know you can test to that it was so loud like I, like like as soon as their music would hit you you you, you, you couldn't hear it anymore because people were so loud.
1: Yeah, it was just an unbelievable time. It's just like Robert said; they were climbing on top of his car, beating on the t tops, trying to get inside the car as he drove through the tunnel to get inside the C- Greensboro Coliseum.
0: Yeah, that was when he had when he had a Camaro too, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. With yeah. T-top.
0: Yep. His IROC Z. He, I remember him telling me the same story. But man, they were rock stars. They would shut down. Uh, Tim, they went to Carowinds, and and they shut the park down. Mm-hmm. Sure did. I'm telling you, they they were that Rockman Express is awesome, and uh, I'm I'm glad they're friends of ours because Ricky and Robert are two awesome individuals, and they deserve everything they get.
1: They sure do. They sure do. And I watched that match um, Tuesday night uh, with uh, Ricky Morton versus Nick Aldis for the NWA World Heavyweight Title, and it was a great match.
0: Yeah, I, I watched it too, Tim. I actually watched it today and man, you know, Ricky in his sixties <laughs> still works better than half the guys that are in their twenties.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean his, and,
1: you know, his all this all the had a great match with him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm you know, I'm I can't wait to 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 see what else happens with, with that little few they got going on because it's definitely, definitely got my interest up.
1: Exactly. I'm looking for those Dawsons to come in there and kick some ass too.
0: I was about to say, you know, I see, you know, I love watching the NWA. I see so many guys I know, and uh, man, it's just so awesome to to see people that I know on, you know, on the big stage.
1: Yes, CW Anderson had a pretty good run at the uh, TV title, uh, Last Man's Chance there, yeah.
0: and uh, yep.
1: It just didn't pan out for him, but he had a great chance. I mean, he. So, he, so did Caleb Collins.
0: Hey Yeah, I was gonna say him and Caleb both. They 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 definitely gave it. They 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 g- gave our
1: it. AML champions.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, two two right there, guys. Two guys, from North Carolina, on the big stage right there in NWA, power.
1: Can't beat it.
0: You can't. You can't. And I, and Tim, I'll tell you something else. You can't beat. You can't beat this. This uh. the the Swink Roofing Company there in Thomasville, North Carolina. Have you ever heard of them?
1: Swink roof? Nope, but I think I'm about to.
0: We're about to hear because this week, fans, Swink Roofing is our sponsor. And let me tell you about Swink Roofing. Do the drips have you down? (laughs) Then let the professionals at Swink Roofing Company take care of that leaky roof. Swink Roofing is family owned and operated with over 30 years of quality service. They roof everything from birdhouses to penthouses, commercial and residential. Swink Roofing offers a lifetime warranty on their shingles and a 10-year workmanship warranty. From small repairs to full, complete roofs, Swink Roofing is your number one choice. So don't trust your roof to anyone. Trust the professionals at Swink Roofing. Schedule your free estimate today by calling 336-472-7663. Again, that's 336-472-7663. Call Swink Roofing today with your roofing needs and tell them the Binge Buster Show sent you.
1: All right.
0: and great company there in Thomasville, right there in, in, in your backyard. Um, you know, they, they've been around for over 30 years. And, um, if you got a leak or you need a roof, they're the ones to call.
1: Sounds good, man. That's awesome. Tell them the Binge Buster sent you.
0: That's right. And fans, uh, I actually talked to the owner today, uh, Donald Swink. And he told me anybody from the Binge Buster show that calls him and says, Hey, the Binge Buster show sent me. He's going to give you 10% off can't beat that can't beat it can't beat it all and i tell you something else: you can't beat you can't beat the bench. the binge buster show with tim and tony we uh we uh always um have a good time discussing wrestling and and tim you know I've, I've been watching uh some of those episodes on youtube with black bart and i cannot wait to get him back on the show because some of them some of those things he's telling he told he's already told that on the binge buster show so uh, i'm excited about that
1: that's great, Black Bart is just one of those that's just one of a kind. And they broke the mold, when they made Black Bart. Oh,
0: I'm telling you, he's a super nice guy, and I'm glad that uh, that we got him on our show. And I'm looking forward to uh, to to to, to, re- to wrestle K this coming year. Um, you know, we're just getting started, but uh, but AML is is red hot, NAWA is red hot, and fans this weekend, make sure you go check out both of these great wrestling companies. They're definitely going to give you a money's worth. I mean, five bucks, you can't beat that, Tim.
1: No, $5 for professional wrestling? It feels like it's 1985 again, Tony.
0: I'm telling you. Remember, Jim Crockett Promotions always say, all seats and upper balcony, only $5. Remember that commercial?
1: We're bringing it back. That's all we're doing. Bringing it back. We, giving it to the
0: We package. always bring it back. All right, fans. Well, we thank you for joining us for another exciting edition of the Bench Buster Show make sure you go like our facebook page and uh and and next week fans I, I i had put on our facebook page last week tell us some funny stories or something something weird that you've seen at a wrestling show and tim i've i've, I've had a couple fans write in on that and so we're going to get some more and hopefully next week uh we'll uh, we'll have some some crazy wrestling event stories to to share on our uh podcast
1: absolutely absolutely It'd be a great time and i can't wait to be there
0: awesome well tim have a great week i'll talk to you next week my friend
1: all right we'll see you next time tony
0: ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us for another exciting edition of the bench buster show make sure you go like us on our facebook page and download each and every exciting episode on your favorite podcast platform Want to get your event or business advertised around the world? Then let The Binge Buster Show advertise for you. We offer a weekly show that is broadcast over all major podcast platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and much more. We offer five levels of advertising to fit any budget. So don't hesitate. Let The Binge Buster Show work for you. For information, contact us on our Facebook page at The Binge Buster Show. We look forward to helping you and your business grow.